Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. You can join us in broadening our minds on the Nameless Debates Discord via the link below and even feature here yourself, if you've got what it takes. Oh, oh my, the bots are here. Oh my. Okay, so what do you think would be the single most important factor in the effectiveness of a projectile? Of what, sorry? A projectile. The effectiveness of a projectile. Yes. I'm asking you about ballistics. Okay. Um, let me think. Yeah, effectiveness in what sense? In the sense of, like, penetration? In the sense of, like... You know, speed in the sense of accuracy. What are we talking? Um, no, accuracy is more on the on the. End. Um, I'm talking about um, effect on the desired effect on target, which is to say penetration through, uh, for example. So damage really wearing, is what you're looking but not, for, but not over penetration. We don't want it. To but over. yeah, you're looking we for impact to, damage. We want to impact and dump all of our energy inside of the target. <laughs> okay, so you're asking like what is the most important physical aspect to do that? Yeah. I've heard people say bullet weight, I've heard I've heard people say diameter, I've heard people say all kinds of things. Hmm. I don't know, I feel like uh like hollow points seem like a pretty good pretty good method for that one. Well, yeah, but, I mean, that's just part of the question. Yeah, well, I would probably say, um, like, the structural engineering of it would be the best. Um, yeah, but, I mean, you know, all hollow points are pretty much the same beyond that. Are they? I, I wouldn't know. Um, there there are some variations, but I think some are clearly Depending on your situation, of course. But, like, for example, the... Uh, the difference between like nine millimeter and forty-five, primarily a question of bullet weight and projectile diameter versus velocity and capacity. Um. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. No, I don't know. I'd have to look into specifically ballistics to be able to give you a good answer to that one. I could give you the ballistics chart. Yeah. This is what I do all day, is I look at ballistics charts. All right, here, here's a comparison that some people make. Uh, that versus something like 
then have a look at those numbers and tell me what you think. <clears throat> Alrighty. What does the J at the, the start of hollow point mean? JHP is jacketed hollow point. Ah. Idea is it's a it's a soft lead hollow point so that it expands and mushrooms really well, but it's jacketed in copper so that it can penetrate and covering. Know a lot about guns, do you? Yes I do. Yeah. Look, um <clears throat> honestly, I would probably have to say that uh Like, I, I would need to analyze, like, actual ballistic collisions to be able to tell, like, what factors. Oh, I can, sh I can, what people do is they shoot uh, this substance called ballistics gel. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that on, like, um, Mythbusters and stuff. No, I just mean, like, um, <clears throat> like, is, is this something that you know the answer to? Or this are you asking, like... Question. It's an I, have my, I have my opinion on what I think the answer is, but that's not necessarily correct. And so, like, we're looking for, what, like, entering the body, dumping the energy, and if it leaves the body, leaving the body with as little energy as possible. Yes. Overpenetration is bad because we're not interested in hitting things behind our target. Yeah. Which is why well, you want to use don't... cartridge. Hmm. For, for like home defense because you it'd go through the the intended target through like two walls and then to, to somebody across the street and that's not what we're mm -hmm. which is why I've given you handgun ballistics because that's generally what people do what does EP mean <clears throat> where do you see that uh, JHP EP Where? Uh, it's on the 9mm ballistics chart. Oh, okay. Um, in, the, in Black Hills ammunition ballistics. Um. I am not actually sure. Oh, um, elite performance. That's, uh... That's hyper ammunition. That's high end stuff. Hyper ammunition, dude. That's fucking tight. <laughs> yeah. You see those? Uh, mm -hmm. Some of the numbers for three fifty seven Magnum, and I'll, I'll show you some. Really cool. Uh. So, do you see what what is? Typical D7 Magnum. <clears throat> Do I see what's typical? Yeah, just just look at some of the that's... Yeah, I mean, are you asking like if I could like form like a rough average in my head? Yeah, probably. <clears throat> now look at those numbers. Buffalo Boar is... Uh, Known for very hot rounds. 
this is the kind of stuff that like hyper it's overloaded just got a higher muscle velocity muscle velocity is that right yeah um doesn't the weight is much higher it's 180 <laughs> So if you've got uh, a heavier weight and a significantly higher velocity, that's a lot extra power. They don't have a super pressure. But wouldn't that increase the penetration? Um, Yeah. Yes, it would. Yeah, so like you're more likely to put your bullet out the back of the person then. Yeah. Um, This this kind of ammunition, I wouldn't use on, on people. I'd say this is for like Deer, I would use this as a hunting ammunition because uh, poor deer. <laughs> oh yeah, um, I have a three seven magnum revolver that's legal to hunt deer with, and I intend to do that sometime. Planning to get a. How much do you like talking about guns? <clears throat> a lot. How much out of ten? Uh, y- y- you know. You know, well, this is what I'm autistic about. If you know what I mean. Sorry, say that again. I said this is what I'm autistic about. If you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure, dude. For sure, I'm autistic about everything. I don't know if you've noticed that yet. Uh, you certainly seem to have a wider spread than most people. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is my thing. No, it's cool. I just don't. I think, um, like, I would need to be more, like, personally invested in it. Um, so you're saying that what is the best for, like, dumping power? I would think it would have to be ammo that is similar to the, like, hyper ammunition, but is hollow point, right? What else could it be? Well, well, that's the thing is that, um, there's the there's this thing used to do back uh, in the days. And let me do mm. some numbers on this. But what, they would do, the mic. what what they would do is they'd take thirty eight special, which is the parent cartridge of three fifty seven Magnum. It's not quite as powerful. Um, but you can shoot thirty eight in a three fifty seven, and um. They would. They had this certain load. I've got a certain load, if you know what I mean. Um, and it was used as the standard police load in this country for a long ass time, up until like early nineties. We still had revolvers. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were all thirty-eight special, nearly. And what they do is they, they do what's called 38 Special P, which is added pressure. It just has more, more powder behind it. Mm-hmm. And the bullet design was a semi-wad cutter, and what that is is uh, a full wad cutter is a projectile that's flush with its mouth and punch clean holes through paper. You've got, um, you got a little bit of a connection issue, my dude. Yeah, probably. 
And it would they'd make it all lead because lead has less friction in a barrel than copper does, which is typically what a jacket and a jacket would be made out of. Makes it go down the bore faster, which gives it about two to three hundred extra uh, feet in velocity. Makes sense. Interesting and question it, for you. Okay. Do you think you could be wrong about everything? <laughs> like, just in a general sense, right? Like, epistemologically, like, you could be wrong about everything, right? Uh, well, yeah, I, I suppose I could wake up tomorrow and, uh, and gravity could be reversed. Mm -hmm. And that's like, gravity is like one of the most certain things there is, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like we're admitting then that like because of like what we don't know, what we think we know could be wrong. And we wouldn't know it if that were the case, right? Yeah. Yeah. So then it's possible, even if it's really, really unlikely that you're wrong about the Second Amendment, eh? I don't know about that. No, I just say it's possible, but <laughs> dude. <laughs> mm, I think that's impossible. I think that that's. I know, I know that you're. I know you like attached to the position, but also like consider the general rule that we just outlined. Uh, if gravity could be wrong, come on, the second amendment I think, might I think, be. Wrong. I think two A is more concrete than gravity. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, dude. All right. What about, like, um, the idea of tyranny itself? Is 2A more concrete than that? I see what you're trying to do here. Mm -hmm. And I don't appreciate it. <laughs> I don't know what you mean, dude. Yes, you do. Nah, man. You're, you're trying to say that, oh, the Second Amendment is based in the concept of tyranny, so that if I can tell you that tyranny could be wrong, then 2A is I'm definitely implying that, yeah. Yeah. And I, I don't think there's a good logical refutation for that one either. You're saying you don't think there is? No, I don't see how you could refute that. Give it a shot. Well, I would tell you that arms are needed in a more only against tyranny, but for self-defense is a greater concept. Okay, but then, again, you're saying, like, defense is important. Yes. Yeah, and so, like, if we could be wrong about that, right? I don't know, it's pretty self-evident. But... I mean, it is, it is obviously, I agree, it's intuitive, and it is self-evident, but... I think what we admitted before was that gravity is self-evident, and we can wake up tomorrow. I think you take gravity to be reversed when I wake up in the morning to, to make me wrong. <laughs> how about that? Uh, how about how about, how about I, I think that's that, what um, it would take? <laughs> no, but like that's not really the point. The point that I'm making is like maybe um, it's possible that the way that we interpret things now is just not accurate. Yeah. Yeah, and so if that were the case, then it would definitely be possible that the Second Amendment could be wrong. Yeah. Excellent. Awesome. That's what, that's what I wanted to hear. Oh, I know it's what you wanted to hear. <laughs> well, that's just, you know, I haven't heard that off you yet. I just want to hear your proof. 
<laughs> oh, I don't have any proof. I wasn't saying that it's true. I was just saying oh, yeah. maybe. Yeah. I mean, I personally don't believe the Second Amendment is necessary, but I could be wrong. I can't prove that. I'm sorry, but I'm just I'm just a raging zealot on that point. <laughs> I might have noticed. So, uh, free free will versus determinism, eh? Oh, you want to do this again, dude? I mean, did you think that you, your point still stands? Alright, well, what if I told you that does your determinism depends mm-hmm. on people's frameworks and ideas about things? That if I told you that determinism was correct, and that uh, then I would believe that, and it would fundamentally alter the structure of my ideals and my decisions in a detrimental way to me. Uh, this, yeah, no. Um, no? The, well, the first bit of it's wrong. The premise that you put forward, which was that, like, um, the, the, like, deterministic mechanics are predicated upon, like, the person's beliefs. That's not true. Well, in, what I mean by that is that, like, if a person believes that is correct and they will do that right? then they'll act as if it's true yeah yeah but, that's what I mean. like no but that doesn't mean that like the reason for them acting that way is predicated upon whether or not they believe they should right wasn't no it's because they're programmed to act that way oh well what if i'm what if i'm going to tell you that i'm programmed to, to think that then I would tell you that, like, being programmed in any specific way is a concession on the point. Well, then I guess I'm an NPC. No, but, well, say that again, sorry. I guess that makes me an NPC, doesn't it? I mean, in some sense. I mean, I don't really think so, because, like, the way that players work in this world is that um, we play according to the rules we have, but yeah, I mean, in some sense, sure. All right. Do you think it's intuitively false that you're an NPC? Um, I think determinism is intuitively false. I mean, determinism is like deductively valid, and it. it I know, implied. but it's. In, but I think it's intuitively false. I mean, but it's implied by all the evidence. Yeah, sure, but it intuitively. Okay. I mean, so let me give you this question then. Um, I mean, I'm not saying that my, that intuition is worth it. I'm just telling you that it's intuitively false. Yeah, but it being intuitively false is almost like a non-statement if you consider that the fact that it's intuitively anything doesn't mean anything necessarily. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm conceding that. Okay, but then why say it's intuitively false? Uh, perhaps to support the claim that I'm programmed to believe it's real. No, but I'm saying, like, it doesn't support anything. Saying it's intuitively false doesn't work as evidence in any case. Yeah. No, so it's, it's, it's almost... Mm, sorry, go. It's evidence of my subconscious rejecting it. Uh, yeah, of course. But don't you yeah. think that your conscious mind is more, like, uh, reasonable? Yeah, but... Yeah, but we're talking about the uh, the deep programming of people, and I think that's yeah, but like you're programmed to have both parts. The conscious mind is supposed to arbitrate the subconscious. Yeah, 
Yeah, so I'm saying, like, for instance, when your intuitive perception of time is challenged by experiments that we do in physics, such as, like, the twin paradox, where we can, like, determine that time dilation occurs, that challenges your intuitive perception of time. But the fact that we can demonstrate empirically that that is the case means your intuitive perception is the thing that's false. Yeah. Yeah, so when we say then that uh, it I'm is intuitively not, false, what I'm we not mean arguing to say that, uh, that, in, that intuition is valid. Okay, so then <clears throat> were you or were you not arguing that the fact that it is intuitively false is a piece of evidence to suggest that it is actually false? No, I was suggesting that it's a piece of evidence to suggest that a part of my individual programming is to reject it. Um, yeah, but a bigger part of your individual programming is to accept it. Like, you are programmed more um, in, in a more, let's say, in a higher level sense. You are programmed to accept things rationally, even if they contradict your intuitive perception, right? Like, you accept the things that you can demonstrate, even if your intuition disagrees. Yeah. Yeah, so I think that's what I'm saying here. It's like, even if a small part of you is programmed to see it a certain way, the fact that your conscious mind is programmed to see it another way and that your conscious mind is superordinate in this relationship means that your conscious mind should be the one that you go with when you're, like, um, evaluating the phenomena. So when you say then that um, <clears throat> determinism is false or that it seems false, what you should say is, like, perceptually it seems false, but rationally I know it is true. Yeah. Yeah, but I feel like that is seeding the point overall and saying that determinism is true and that free will is false and that it really seems that we have choice that is free. Yeah. Well, I mean, you said, like, you, do I want to start the argument up again? It sounds like we just finished the argument again. All I'm saying is that you didn't indulge my autism very much, and I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, I try, I'm trying to indulge your autism. I just don't know enough about it to contribute properly. We can fix that. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to educate me on guns? I, I could. I could. All right, let me think. I'll try to think of, like, the the most compelling question that I would like answered about guns. All right. What's the best type of gun? For what purpose? Well, for the purpose that all guns are for. Killing. Killing what? And all guns, Kill, killing any <clears throat> any life form, just killing in general. What what is the best gun for killing? Well, I mean, like like killing only or killing for a purpose. Um, <clears throat> let's just say, for the purposes of our thought experiment, um, the purpose is irrelevant because I'm just asking what is most effective at achieving the desired goal yeah, so, of so killing just, by any So means. just killing for its own sake, not for any purpose. Like, you're not playing... Well, not necessarily that, but definitely in the context of figuring out what's the best at uh, executing the goal, yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Okay. Well, I mean, I think the distinction I'm trying to make, though, is that I'm not asking because what I want to do with the information is kill for its own sake. I'm asking if I were to kill for a reason, what would be the most effective method of yeah, killing? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Like, like if you're killing animals and planning them, like, mm -hmm. that's different from, from just executing something. I c of course, but I'm not... Okay, um, <clears throat> let's say... Um, not executing is in the sense that, like, you get to put the gun barrel to their head. You're killing, you know... Well, like, for example, if you were to pick something with, with too much power, and you were shooting something, say, a rabbit, then the meat would be... Yeah, well, no, but the goal isn't relevant. I'm not asking to eat um, or anything like that. I'm just saying, like, let's say that for whatever reason I've decided I'd like to kill a bunch of life forms. What is the best gun Oh, to multiple so? life forms. Yeah, of course, yeah. Okay, well, then there are two schools of thought. And those are um, power per shot and capacity. Yep, so could you, like, cool. run me through? So are you more on yeah, the... Yeah, are you... <clears throat> so the, uh, the damage per second, I suppose, uh, argument would be you want something with incredibly high rate of fire and uh, an incredibly high ammunition capacity, like um, some sort of uh, machine gun. Like uh, I'm talking like a mounted machine gun. Like for example, um, an M2. It's restrictive. Right, is a, what? I mean, the mounting is restrictive. Don't you think? Uh, yeah, it is. But you didn't say it had to be man portable. For sure, no, I didn't. I just said like the most effective at killing a whole bunch of life. And and I'm limiting the discussion to small arms. Okay, keep going. Um. So yeah. Um. It would be something like like a minigun, right? It would be the highest rate of fire, most ammunition. You get uh, several thousand rounds per minute with the correct powering that can be kept constant for several hours. Um, and the ammunition can be anywhere from from low power to uh, to more heavy stuff, depending on what what you're. Using. So I'd tell you a minigun probably for that side of the argument, and the other side is uh, is the idea that you want to hit it once, and that would be the most efficient way. That you want to hit it once, what sorry? Very hard. Ah, yeah. So you want to make sure that, what, you get a one-shot kill? Is that yeah. what we're looking for? Yeah. I mean, would hitting it very hard be the best way to get a one-shot kill? Yes. You would, you'd, in or, um, what matters in getting a one-shot kill is first, shot placement. That's the most important. Um, and secondly, is the power of that individual shot. So I would tell you, in order to do that, it would probably be something like an anti-material. Which is a... Uh, like a what, sorry? An anti-material rifle. Yeah, I don't know what that which is. is. Yeah, it's it's meant for uh, destroying light vehicles from long... Um, it's a it's a long scope rifle in a, in a very, very high cap, 20 millimeter, which is actually a cannon round, or like 50 BMG. Um, they're bolt action or semi-automatic, and uh, the idea is that they're quite accurate and can be used out to long ranges, and they hit very hard.
Or you could go um, something of a synthesis between the two and pick um, a heavy machine gun and 50 BMG, which would be like the, the Browning M2. What but about that, some kind of sniper rifle if we're going for one-shot kill? That, yeah, the anti-material rifle is the sniper rifle's big brother. Oh, it is a sniper rifle. Um, yeah, except it's not it's not used on people, usually. It's used on, like... Interesting. You could use it on people. I mean, people do use it on people. It's meant Which... to, like, uh, take out engine blocks and uh, communications equipment from long range. That makes sense. Yeah. So those are the two answers to your question, depending on what you want to go for. Hmm. All right then. What's an assault rifle? An assault rifle is a select fire lightweight rifle, meaning usually around eight, with a detachable magazine, generally a pistol grip, and. Um, of a certain barrel length, generally between 16 and 20 inches, firing an intermediate cartridge. And what's the distinction between that and a regular rifle? Well, what, like a bolt-action rifle? Like a battle rifle? Like another kind of machine gun, I guess. Well, the difference is that it uses an intermediate cartridge, which is um, and the fact that it's to be very lightweight and portable. And, you know, you generally get around 30 round magazines as opposed to light machine guns, which have like 100, 200 round box magazines. Or belts, you can just link together uh, ad infinitum. So, what, would you say like an assault rifle, what would you say an assault rifle um, is designed to do better? And what, how does it achieve that? It's designed for the individual soldier to... For what? Sorry, you cut out a bit. It's designed for an individual soldier to be, to put out uh, high volumes of fire within a certain engagement range, which is generally up to about 300 yards. Mm-hmm. Um, with the added possibility of accurate aimed fire, Without um, exhausting, like mm-hmm. very light, right, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that. So, would you say that an assault rifle is like one of the deadlier weapons that an individual soldier could get their hands on if they were looking to engage in that range? Um, outer extent of that range, sure. Sorry, say that again. Towards the outer extent of that range, maybe, but I happen to opinion full auto of ammo, so I'd tell you to use something like a battle rifle. A battle rifle? What's that? It's a heavier rifle, usually about 10 pounds, uh, with generally around 20-round detachable magazine, with a very rarely used select feature. Usually they're used in semi-auto, especially towards the end of it. Okay, but... About 500, 600 yards. Probably going to go straight to jail for this question. (laughs) Um, If I was going to commit a mass shooting, what uh, what, what, what would you recommend I use? 
Uh, mass shootings are dumb. Use explosives. No, no, no. But I, I don't want to use explosives. I want to like walk around and execute the people lying on the ground after I've shot them. Oh, well, you're going to have to go for an easy target. Well, I'd, well, I'd tell you... No, 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 no. I shoot them first, and then I execute them. Um, uh, I'd tell you... Probably... AR. No. Fuck you. Um, I'd tell you... I'd tell you... A, I'd tell you a 5.7, honestly. With your best bet. A 5.7 is in a pistol. Yeah, it's a handgun. I want to kill people quickly. Like, they're going to run for cover. 20 round detachable magazine, dude. That's yeah, but it's like it's semi-auto. It's much more lightweight, and it's much more concealable. Yeah, but it's semi-auto. Yeah, it is. Yeah, but... yeah. so like, I get off maybe 10 full, rounds. Full, full auto is a waste of ammunition. You're not going to hit anything. I mean, how do you know that? Maybe I'm a really good shot. Because, because it takes several years of training for soldiers to be able to effectively burst an automatic fire at any extended range at all let alone um okay but can't i like strafe automatic fire over an area with people in it and hit multiple people at once that's what's called suppressive fire and it's no but i'm not talking about using press no that's 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 what that is like you can't suppressive fire is about like stopping the enemy's ability to fight back by putting them in danger if they do you could actually mathematically but yeah, but I'm not talking about using fire to keep people's heads down. I'm talking no, about yeah, but you can strafing. Mathematic- you can mathematically like, figure out like the odds of that, but it really depends on the area. The like, skill, the skill, you, even if you're an, even if you're someone with automatic weaponry, it's very, very difficult to effectively. Yes, I'm not asking about how difficult it is. I'm asking, right? If I wanted to kill a bunch of people at once and I had like literally a crowd of people in front of me, then having an automatic weapon and strafing my fire would would be effective even if I wasn't very good at aiming. It would um, be less effective had, than actually if you had firing. if you had uh, I, if you did that if you, that's a workable tactic, you could do that. Yeah, you could do it, but you you'd need a lower rate of fire, and you would need um a rather large magazine capacity. But you- yeah, you would hit like with what you could get the easiest. So like, it's not going to be relative. I don't I don't mean just holding in the trigger though. I mean like holding the trigger down and strafing the rifle for like I don't know, um three to seven rounds, and then taking my finger yeah, well, off the I'd, trigger. I'd tell, letting- you, I'd tell you yeah. to get like a three round burst rifle. That'd probably be your best bet. It's much. It, you'll hit more people. Like, like because if you're using automatic, reason. if you're using automatic fire, you're going to be using it in bursts anyway. So I'd tell you to just get a burst fire rifle. Okay, so you think I should use a burst fire rifle then? Yeah, something like a sixteen A three. That'd work. I still think that if you're like, I mean, that's um, a bit and, less powerful than like an assault rifle, though, right? No, the M sixteen A three is the well. It used to be the main bow, the main assault rifle for the U.S. Army. So the thing that makes a gun quote, assault unquote, rifles uh, don't have to be automatic. They have to be select fire. Which well, okay. No, I got that, but I thought you said something about them being light, lightweight. Um. Yeah, they are. Uh, the yeah, M sixteen A an M sixteen A three is is an AR fifteen variant, and it's like okay. So like an AK is way heavier than all, AR, and then also. Not really. It's it's definitely heavier. Not really. 
I mean, uh, we can like look up the statistics yeah, on that one. Depends on how much crap you strap to your AR. I'm talking about like the bare necessities, bro. Oh, um, because you yeah, can probably. strap shit to your AK too. If you've got like a polymer receiver and skeletonized furniture, then yeah. Most ARs in general are lighter at like stock versus stock. Yeah, but AK I'd say AK. I'd say that's more because AKs are like forged steel with wood. Well, yeah, but it I mean, you could also make a good steel. argument that AK is a pretty old design. It is. But um, it's it's only marginally. Design. It's only marginally. The AR design. It's only what? Sorry. It's only marginally older than the AR-15. <laughs> marginally isn't what? Isn't it like? Five about, or ten years about older? About ten years, yeah. Yeah, that's that quite a bit older, in my opinion. Not in firearms. I'm not sure that I accept that. Ten years is a long time in any technological field. Not really. Uh, firearms yeah, I have stayed... So. I think, let me put it to you this way. Like airplanes, airplanes that are designed today versus airplanes that were designed okay, ten years ago. Let me put it to you this way. Um, Every single service rifle, except for that was used as the main infantry in World War One, also used in World War Two. As the main. That's not the point, rifle. though. The point isn't yeah. that. The point, like that, really just demonstrates that people didn't have enough weapons. No, the, no they we were did. the main rifle. They weren't updated. Like the no, past... but that doesn't mean that they wouldn't have updated them if they had the resources. Let me put it. All right, so. Like a 1911, that's been around forever. People will always use it because it's a, it's like the only things that change really are calibers, and then like the design around it, like the mechanism. Yeah, yeah like there, like how it works is there are like these big milestones in firearms, like uh, like intermediate cartridges were a big one, and the AK was one of the first rifles to do that. But the big thing that the AR did, the AK didn't, was like light. Modern materials. Yeah, but, but I, I mean, think that's exactly AKs the. That. I'm pretty sure that's modern exactly AKs the distinction I was referring to, though. Is yeah, that you like, have modern, a but you have modern AKs that do that too. Yeah, they have they have more modernized versions, but like the just the traditional AKs. Uh, yeah, but is that yeah. what we were talking about, or were we talking about a traditional AK? Well, he he said an AK platform rifle. He didn't say a 47. Did he say platform? Well, I didn't distinctly say 47 though. Yeah, when no, he, I know, but he didn't AK, say AK. I mean, is, look, is a, is for a someone like me, for uh, like where there's three people in the conversation. For me, when I hear AK, I hear AK forty-seven. No, um, in, in the firearms world, I do world, not you. Maybe yeah, not but, you, but I do, and I'm yeah. one of the three people in the conversation. Well, as someone who knows what they're talking about. <laughs> no, no, I'm just saying, like, when he um, uses a word like that, I don't think it's fair yeah. to say, well, this is what he necessarily meant, because, like, there's two of us to interpret it, and if we get All differing right. interpretations, so what, so it's probably the, him what he meant. What did you mean, Does? When I was talking about which one was lighter? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was talking about, like, the standard AK, like, non-variant, like, 47. Like, AK-47? Yeah, non-variant. Yeah. yeah. He was probably talking about a 47. Okay. Yeah, but. because the non-variance is... But I mean, it, so I don't know. It's still... I would take the old non-variant AK over like a newer... Like, I don't know. That's just... Me. I would as well, but our per, the not a for what we're talking about. AK? For, no, it's, I think it's better. Nah, I'm mean, just maiming. I'm just maiming, dude. No, because like the I, weight... Because a heavy gun is actually useful in some... Yeah, because it with what you're saying, it helps, the, mitigate it helps recoil. the recoil. So, like, if you uh -huh. wanted to spray, it would be better if the gun was a little bit heavier. 
I so mean, it helps the recoil if you're strong enough to handle it. Otherwise, it makes it worse. No, no, it actually will help you no matter what. Uh, well, how many guns have you shot? How many guns because, have you shot? Be, because no, the that's not the point. The point that I'm no, making. I'm is asking like, because. Listen, because okay. So no how it works is. Look, I'm just is. thinking about like the actual physical mechanics, though. Yeah, right? yeah like, I'm trying so, to explain it. Yeah, let me explain this to him. The the way that the mechanics of recoil work is there's an equal and opposite. <laughs> every reaction right so fire the gun and the gases in the chamber push the bullet forward mm -hmm. back and how well those forces are able to push the gun back into you in the form of recoil depends on the weight of the gun Kinetic yes so if your gun's no, 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 but then your kinetic but, energy is lower. No, no, no. <laughs> but yes, the thing is, no, 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 stop. The thing is, even if the gun may not accelerate to the same velocity backwards because it's heavier, it still contains the exact same force. Well, let me tell you why. Okay, so if you took somebody, no, but like, like in in physics, it does contain the same force. Well, let, yeah, yeah, it does. yes, yes. But let me. So let me tell you, okay? Let me explain this. Like, let's say the person's not strong enough to hold it, right? Mm -hmm. Now, if you if you let them shoot that gun, the AK-47, they're not really strong enough to hold the gun. They're skinny, whatever. So they shoot the gun. If you were to look at the results of them shooting that AK versus a much lighter modern AK, the recoil they're going to experience is going to be much greater with the lighter. Because, like, yeah, I understand the absolute recoil. Wait a minute, no, we're talking about, like, the difference between, like, upward recoil and backward recoil. No, upward is a sequence of They both have to do with the total weight. And there's a difference between actual recoil and perceived recoil. Yeah, but I think I'm talking about the fact that, like, um, like, when something is moving into you, there's a lot more to, like, there's more of you in the way, right? But when something's yeah. moving up, you're not, you're not in the way. It's moving Guns up. Don't, they don't kick up, kick back. The moving up is people responding to that movement back into them. So you're saying, like, if I put a gun on a table and, yeah. like, somehow manage to, like, hold the trigger in, it would, it would only move straight move backwards. backwards. Yeah, it, would it wouldn't move, move upward back. at all. No, it would move straight back. Okay. I mean, maybe that's possible. I don't know. Well, it depends no, on the gun, like, actually. It you can depends see people on the gun. putting guns in rests and firing them like that. It depends on the gun, Crambo. And the length I of the I have barrel. never seen a gun recoil up. A cert like certain pistols, like high calibers with short barrels, it will go up. Because there's no... There's, uh... Wouldn't it depend on the weight distribution of the gun, too, right? Yeah, that's what we're talking about. If the gun about. is then heavy in the ass end, it's going to, like, Kind of yeah, kick it's upwards gonna kick, because it's yeah, but that, I think that has more to do. That's why there's compensators that you put on the end. Yeah, that has more to oh, do with the distribution. Is that what a compensator does? It weighs down the front end. Yeah. Well, well, partially it also has ports to the side, so the gas escape there, so that there's it's like less there's not as much gas pushing back. Mm. Yeah, just, I, I, I see it in video games all the time. I never knew what it did. <laughs> Um, yeah, it, it reduces felt recoil by venting gas. Nice memes. Um, and a muzzle brake does something similar, except an up and down. Oh, hey guys, by the way, guess what came in the mail? What's that? Well, Bad Dragon. No, Insync, you know that pin I keep referencing? The pin? 
He has an Antifa pin. Checkmate. Oh, oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> no. yeah, Checkmate. Checkmate. It's not even in German. You suck. Oh. It's, it's actually from Spain, by the way. Yeah, but the original group was German. Yeah, I know. Ugh, gross. You're a LARPer. Yeah. <laughs> also, <laughs> goddamn, dude, your setup looks like it's fucking ancient. <laughs> Whose setup? Mine. What do you mean? It's a Comes up like a fucking oh, old school monitor. One 